Welcome to the Witty and Gritty Podcast, where we believe that lifelong learning and relentless determination are essential to developing your passions and reaching your goals. Here to help you along the way are the hosts of the show. Take it away, ladies. Hey, y'all. I'm Brooke. And I'm Farron. As educators and high achievers, we're passionate about providing our listeners with effective strategies to help navigate life's obstacles and reach your goals sooner. Join us as we break down credible research that gives you a fresh perspective and challenges your limiting beliefs. Laugh and grow as we share personal anecdotes and interviews from people that have demonstrated what it takes to be successful. By implementing these practices, you will develop your unique skill set and learn how to better serve your community. Get your mind right. And enjoy this time designed just for you. Welcome back, family. This is episode 134 of our Gangster Prayer mini-series. We're focusing on chapters 7 and 8 today. Yes, this series has been, I have to say, one of my favorites so far. Yep. And implementing these practices personally, which we always do. Um, but it's not coincidental that I'm seeing probably the most results out of any book we've done so far. Isn't that crazy? Yeah, not crazy. I like it. (laughs) In fact, that's what Autumn says will happen because the Bible says it will happen. You know what? The more you're actively praying, the more you will see the results. It's funny how that works. Okay, chapter seven, fighting, not quitting. Fight the lie. I've been praying about this for so long with no answer, so I should just quit. Boy, I felt that one in my soul Mm. when I read this chapter. Because, again, back to the whole, if you struggled to have kids or if you are waiting for the promotion or if you're trying to transition out of one job into the next, I mean, that can feel like forever. It can. And I feel like we've shared this in lots of mini-series because, again, you're if you've ever felt like quitting, you're human. Like, Welcome. That is going to happen. As, you're a human being, as you would human say. A human being. Yes. How... That's a whole nother issue, but (laughs) how I say that word is an issue. (laughs) Well, you have an issue with it. I think it's perfect. It's a human being. And that's not even Texan. That's just accurate. (laughs) (laughs) That's not how it's spelled. (laughs) No, but you've shared before, like so many topics cover that feeling of quitting. So first of all, your normal happens to everybody, especially if you're praying for something big. We already know from the Bible, you're going to, face trials and tribulations. Um, So when that feeling of quitting happens, you've talked before about the walls of Jericho. Yeah. Like they had to walk around seven times. Did they know it was going to be on the seventh time? Don't know. What if they would have stopped at six? Man, (laughs) that that has stuck with me for so long. And how many of us stop on six? Because if we would have just stayed faithful, stayed diligent. Yeah. Is it Peter that walks on water to meet Jesus? Yes. Like, what if he started walking on water and when he drowned, decided to lose his faith in Jesus and try to fix it himself? He would have died. Like, don't quit. In fact, in those moments, that's when you need God most. Well, and what he does in the story is when he takes his eyes off of Jesus, uh-huh. that's when he starts sinking. And ironically, when he looks back and focuses on Jesus... He isn't sinking anymore. Look at that. Oh my goodness. Weird. So when you get that urge to quit, that's actually just look at it as a signal to draw closer to God. Yeah, because who's trying to feed you those lies of you should just quit. You should just give up. He's never going to give you the thing that you want. When we know that God is a giver of good gifts, we know that. So you can shut that down. 
a lot of times I frame things when I'm like, oh, I just don't want to do this. I'm like, why would Satan not want me to do this? Or what good would come from me doing this thing? So, you know, if it's like, well, I don't want to take care of this to-do list, I'm going to, you know, scroll through Instagram in in my bed. That feels good temporarily, but then later I still have that to-do list Mm -hmm. and I'm upset that I stayed in bed for a couple hours. And if the comparison trap is a vice of yours, what can I push out on someone's feed so that they see this and go, oh man, I wish I had that. Yeah. Instead, okay, well, what if I did do this? What good could come from it? I could get it done. I'd feel productive. A lot of things that are on that list also make my family's life better Mm -hmm. and things run smoother. And so, of course, Satan wouldn't want us to feel productive or to have our lives run smoothly. So, again, reframe whatever you are feeling like. I don't want to do the thing or I want to quit Ask yourself, what good would come from this that Satan wouldn't want me to have? And man, that's motivation to like, it's like when people say, you can't do that. Then I'm like, oh yeah, watch me. (laughs) So it's the same thing. Like Satan says, no, you really shouldn't do that. And you're like, oh, but wait, yes, yes, I can. How can I get you stuck on Netflix instead of talking to your spouse? How can I get you stuck on watching or listening to this or watching this or scrolling through this Mm -hmm. so that you are not gaining positive stuff in your life? Yeah, so Autumn talks about how having an, an active and thriving prayer life helped her navigate no's. Yeah. So again, she has a great awareness of God showing up. She knows his promises in the word. She has her own life story and experiences to look back on as evidence of how God shows up and continuing in prayer and knowing that believing it's going to be a yes, it helped her navigate the no's. And so I thought of this illustration. Uh, We went to Great Wolf Lodge, and my kids love the wave pool, but they really want to get to the bigger waves. But every time they would go to the bigger waves, they would drown, but not really, but they, you know, because they're still alive. Overcome by the waves. (laughs) They were overcome by the waves and hacking and coughing the water and all the things. Uh, But once I showed them, like, you got to jump, right? Like, when the wave comes, you jump. Mm -hmm. And so that's what I kind of look at it like. Ride the wave. Yeah, you're going to get... She talked about getting no, like, no's, not no's on your face, but, like, people shutting doors and things not working out. And she found that it was easier to handle those situations and roll with them because... And I'm ad-libbing, I don't remember if this is her or not, but looking at that no is, like... I'm glad that's a no that would have led me into a situation I shouldn't be in. Or I'm glad that was a no because something better is coming along. Yeah, for sure. And so, again, having that practice and that stance on life through an active prayer life, I feel like no's are going to continue to happen. Bad things are going to continue to happen. Um, But opportunities maybe you'll get overlooked for. But you'll be able to navigate those jump with the waves. And that's how we talk. We talk a lot about leverage as well. So if the wave is something that is harmful to your life or whatever or something bad happens or a trauma that's when you can also leverage it so if you're consistently jumping those waves your muscles are getting stronger you're getting better at rolling with it then you can handle the next big wave when you get farther out and farther out you can't just go from never being in the wave pool to being at the very end Mm -hmm. that's not how that works you have to work your way through it and she cites psalm 62 which says my soul waits in silence for god only 
from him is my salvation. So again, if God has promised it to you, you're active in prayer with him and he continues to say yes, then when all the naysayers are around you, not that it's not good to have wise counsel, but if you know it in your heart that you're supposed to do it, you're not waiting for people of this world to tell you yes. You're waiting for God to work through this world and mm-hmm. deliver that yes. Yeah, sometimes he's got to, he's working on other people. So that way, whenever they're ready, you're ready to step up right then. Mm-hmm. She, um, her and her husband adopted two kids and she's like, man, if I would have, you know, if he would have answered my prayers of adoption earlier, like, my kids weren't even conceived like the mm-hmm. kids she ended up adopting. And of course you can't imagine having any other kids once you have them, you know, but it, it all goes back to his timing and everything that he's working through. Right. That's a roller coaster story in her book. Mm-hmm. So this is kind of scary and encouraging at the same time. Yes. You can hold two feelings at once. It's okay. It Satan knows scripture better than you do. That's that's a little bit mind-blowing but he's good he's doing his research too like okay what can i do and what can i slightly twist to where i can get you to believe a lie i mean the first example in the bible is whenever god is telling adam and eve you can eat all this stuff except for this one thing remember all this stuff and not this one thing and then um the the serpent comes up to eve and he's like so what do you say again? Again, I'm very much ad-libbing, so reread the story for yourself. And Eve says, oh, we can have all this stuff, but if we eat from this tree, we're going to die. And Satan's like, did he really say you were going to die? God did not say that. Eve is remembering incorrectly and did not go back to the source and say, God, what did you say again? Instead, she just went with what she remembered. That's why you always go back and affirm it in Scripture. And he was like, so Satan was like, you're not going to die. And then she took a bite, didn't die, and then she realized, oh no, (laughs) this is not good. So again, he'll take, he knows the scripture, he's going to take it and twist it just enough to where it sounds believable, but if you don't go back and validate it, then it could get a little bit tricky on your end. Yeah, I think of people that like want to hack into whatever, I had to do a whole compliance thing recently, and it talks about... People that call and try to trick you into giving them your information. They do their research. They might even be able to find personal things about you online to use in the phone conversation on you. So like you said, Satan's doing his research too. Uh, he's going to go to hide, try to hide scripture from you, twist scripture, manipulate it. Um, and so in Peter 5, 8, it says, be of sober spirit and be on alert. Because again, he's on mission um, for you to live a terrible, horrible life and not walk in God's calling for you. So it is important to point out that sober here means calm and collected in spirit. And I found that convicting (laughs) (laughs) because I don't know how often I would describe myself as calm and collected in spirit. (laughs) Well, especially when it's something that you're desperate for or needs immediate attention I know I can be like, can you just like right now, please just fix it right now. What do I have to do? And I turn it into some sort of like checklist. Okay. I've prayed this amount. I've read this amount. Shouldn't I be getting this thing now? That's not how this works. Again, going back to intention and process and being in the spirit, 
and going from there when we pray. And I think the importance of that is I've made terrible decisions when I'm like upset and flustered. Yeah. It, you know, knee jerk reactions. I've exploded on my kids and said something. Oh, definitely saying things I don't mean in the heat of the moment. Anyone else relate to that? Mm-hmm. I mean, there's got to be at least one other person out there. We have emotions for a reason, but they do not guide us. Yeah, so back to that whole, like, send the email the next day. Yes. Make the phone call the next hour day. Call. Yeah, and it goes a lot better in that calm and collected stance. But again, remaining alert. So um, actively watching, which I've talked about earlier. You mm-hmm. know, when Satan, when you have this desire or you know you need to do something and something's telling you like no 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 don't do that thing or distractions pop Mm -hmm. up be on alert what is the enemy at work here and the fact of the matter is when you became a believer you automatically signed up to be on the other team so um he is your enemy and definitely not your friend Mm -hmm. but he'll try to package it super nice for you sometimes too what is your first reaction to hardship? Mm, okay. I can go first. Yeah, sure. I am angry. Like hard, wait, hold on. Like what when is, some, anything. Like it could anything that like doesn't go my way. Stub or your toe on the okay, coffee gotcha, table. Gotcha. All right. Or your kid, you told them to do something and they don't do mm-hmm, it. Mm-hmm. Or something like you hear a loved one's been in a car accident. Mm-hmm. Mine is definitely fear, frustration, anger. What can I do to fix this? What? How can I get some control over the situation? So I think this, for me, I think it's scenario specific. Mm. So there are times <laughs> recently uh, there was a situation I was in, and I cannot give details, too much details right now, but it was... Someone handled the situation publicly very wrong towards me, and I had to very much, um, I think the consequences, I was able to quickly, immediately go to the consequences if I did X, Y, or Z. So I knew I had to calm down, take a minute, I waited till the next day to address the person, I was frank with facts and what happened, and... It was remedied. So again, I can't. Uh, I can't give a lot of details on that one, but um, I will say that Jesus saved her <laughs> because old me, who did not have control of my anger and who would immediately, you know, the verse where it's like, "Be angry and don't sin." I would only have the first part of that verse: "Be angry, yeah." So again, that's taken a long time to get a hold of but now through again through practice through actively working on it and thanks god for giving me all the situations (laughs) but now 10 years later 15 years later i don't turn into the hulk for a minor thing or a big thing i can stay level-headed and that's because and that is only because god has equipped me with that yeah if you don't think God realizes you're human, then <laughs> that be angry but do not sin should be there. Because, yeah, I think I spend a lot of time in my feelings um, working on the not sinning part, which usually just involves wishing unfortunate things sometimes. Uh, but, yeah, so I my knee-jerk reaction is to respond in control and feelings and then eventually as I calm down, then it's like, oh yeah, God, 
let me pray to him. <laughs> but um, autumn challenges us to start with prayer. Yes. Um, so when hardship first comes. And I think it goes back to like what we said earlier. The sooner we take it to God, the sooner we see results mm-hmm. or experience the peace that exceeds our understanding. And we are left wondering, why did we wait so long to do that? Yes, yes. And each personality is going to respond differently. Like you said, you react, You might knee-jerk react with how you're feeling in the moment. Or um, you, you might take stuff more to your heart or to your head than another type of person. Again, my vice, I guess, my sin vice has always been like anger, but more specifically resentment. Um, and so I have had to find ways to put barriers in place or certain things I have to do if I am starting to feel like this is outside of me, I am about to lose it kind of thing. So Farron, you're on my list of things. <laughs> so when this specific I'm on your happened, list. <laughs> yes, um, I called you and did I you answer the, on the first ring? Yes. Yes. You answered on the first ring and before I even talked, you said, Do you need me to come pick you up? <laughs> do you remember that? And I was like, How do you know? And I get again, I think that's because like God's got our back always. So he knew that this is Brooke's sin struggle is anger. An angry thing is about to happen because she's right on track and what she needs to be doing. And and Brooke's going to go to her list. I'm going to do blank, blank, and blank. And one of those things is I'm going to take deep breaths. I'm going to get away from other people because hazards. And then I'm going to pick up the phone. And I think God honored that because you picked up on the first ring and asked if you needed to come get me. Which was an instant diffuser because it was so funny. Because that's exactly, like, it's not that I, I didn't need you to come pick me up. But it was just so funny because... That would have been great, too. (laughs) My favorite part of the retell here is that get away from other people, and I'm thinking, unfortunate casualties of war. (laughs) Oh, man. So so you're on my list, um, and you usually do a good job of, like, deep breaths. We're vibing. We're We're flowing. We're good. Yes, I've got your back. I hear you. That is the spirit of God. Uh, You know, and... I picked different personalities for a reason. So I've got you, and then my next phone calls Morgan. Yeah. <laughs> and I've said it before. If you need a hype man, get Morgan's number, because the conversation I had with him, I felt like I could run through a brick wall after. <laughs> <laughs> so that will have, like what he said, will be on the After Hours episode. But after that, I was like, yeah, cool. Wow. So it was just, that was also funny. I was like laugh crying on the phone with mm-hmm. him. So... Uh, it was, it's just the things I have set up in place. I know this is a tangent kind of, but someone out there is angry like me. <laughs> I hear it. I think there's, maybe this is self-righteous, but there's a lot out there that if you wanted to be angry about, you absolutely could be angry about. So I am for certain that there are other I mean, angry the people out say there. be angry. <laughs> Permission given. <laughs> Comma, but don't sin. Yeah. But don't sin. Um, and then just a reminder, she drops it in here again about the armor of God and that you have two weapons, one of which is prayer and the other, which is his word. So sometimes when I have trouble not being able to calm down and I'm angry, like turn on some worship music, um, loudly to combat (laughs) your loud anger. But then after that part of this chapter, she says that she often sits and asks the spirit of God to meet with her during her prayer time. Yeah. And I don't know that I've 
done that? Have you done like... You know what? After reading this book, I have. Yeah. And it's been very neat just to see, like to, uh, I call it God nod. Like you get a God nod somehow. Like you can either physically, like uh, last time I prayed that like, I just need you here. I know you're here with me. Like you dwell in my heart. I, I yes. I understand that truth. I want to feel it. That's the thing I've been asking for because a lot of times, you know, old me didn't feel feelings well. <laughs> New me feels feelings a little bit better. So asking, like, I, I understand that God's with me, but I also want to feel you physically here. And it's cool. Last time I did that, I got chills, like, on my forehead and on my back. It's like, oh, hey, what's up, God? I feel you. <laughs> I got chills. They were multiplying. And I'm there. But I didn't lose control. <laughs> But it was the power that he was supplying. Yeah. I like what you said, too, about, like, God being with you and wanting that inner strength by, you know, in requesting his presence. And so, yes, the fight of the enemy is strong, but what's comforting is knowing that God's strength is stronger. Yes. So in those moments, you may consider praying, not just praying to God, but asking to feel his presence. Yeah. Um, Some people are searching for that but have never asked to feel it. And I like the God nod too, because my kids, uh, different times I'll try to be really cognizant and telling them about like, man, I was going to do this or do that, but I really feel like God's telling me and this. And so they'll ask, you know, like, how do you like, no, like, do you hear him talk and all that kind of stuff? But God nod, it's like this, your gut feeling, or you feel these thoughts pop into your head that are not your thoughts because you didn't know that if you knew the thought you wouldn't have asked. <laughs> if you knew the thought, you'd already thunk it. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> thunk it. Just thunk it already. Uh, you did bring up the armor of God. We do have a free five minute mini journal. If you go to our website, wittyandgritty.blog, there's a pop up mm-hmm. and you can just go on and get your free mini journal. Yep. And so it's almost like tag teaming against Satan, right? Mm-hmm. So, like, you're doing what you need to do on your part, and then you're tagging God in to help you, and then it's like a WWE yeah. episode. Well, you know what? The Bible talks about intercession a lot, too, so you can get other people to pray for you, too. There's something really special about having like your, your tribe rally around you, especially when you feel like, I cannot pray one more time. I just need something. Like, okay, like with Moses when he had to hold up his staff. And, and every time he held up the staff, his, his team was winning, and his arms got tired, so he had his two friends hold his arms up when he couldn't do it anymore. They brought over a rock so he could sit down and still hold his staff up, and then they held his arms for him, and they took shifts, kind of. Mm-hmm. So you need people to intercede on your behalf, too. Yeah. She closes the chapter again with reiterating, don't quit. And so I think things that we hear often, things that we've even probably said ourselves um, as a reasoner feeling justified to quit praying, a lot of times has to do with timelines. So I just feel like if someone out there is listening and your only reason for not praying or like thinking about quitting on it is a timeline, then like you mm-hmm. absolutely need to continue. And then second, like a good gut check. Yeah. And secondly, too, if you're, I feel like strength you mentioned intercession already that's having other people pray for you so again asking other people for that but praying to god for strength and his strength that's in you Mm -hmm. and so um she again it says that if he's given you a promise keep fighting until you see it and that stance is a stance of prayer based on faith and she gives us romans 
8.37, which says, In all these things we are more than conquerors through him who loved us. And I love the part that we are more than yes, conquerors. Yes, I was about to say that too. You aren't just winning. You're like the winningest winner of ever. Well, I think too it also, you've mentioned this either in this episode or one prior, that in being faithful, you are your works and your obedience is speaking volumes to those mm-hmm. around you. Yeah. Like I tell other people's success stories and so you just don't know how far that impact will go of you remaining faithful and in obedience and god's glory through him answering your prayers you don't know how far that'll go i like that i do too and you know what in the whole more than conquerors thing to play back into that if you're a christian you're on the team that's undefeated (laughs) (laughs) i mean in life on earth like you're gonna take some else but ultimately you're on the team that has never lost you're the best winner ever. Champions. So exciting. I love that. Forever a gold medal. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Farron, challenge to change. What's jumping out at you? What prayer have you been praying for a while with no results? Dag, dag it. I was going to say that one, see if I can get you to be vulnerable. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so I'll go first. Um, I can't give specifics right now, but it's been a 12-year prayer. And for the first time, there's a light. I what? Thought, 12 years. That took me a second because I, you know I thought you I said know. months. No, no, and no. I was like, oh, a year? Oh, no, wait, years. no. Years. years. <laughs> One third of my life. <laughs> oh, my. Don't. Not with the math again. Oh, you know, you said it was going to happen. But, yeah, and it's one of those things. So many moving parts. So many moving parts. And that includes my heart to change. Other people's heart changes. Circumstantial change. Lots of things had to happen for this thing to happen so Mm -hmm. what about you Uh, I think I've had a lifelong experience with self-confidence and so it's like I've gotten that through having it challenged (laughs) and overcoming situations or growing in certain ways and so lately I just feel like it's been answered in that it's going to be an ongoing process as Mm -hmm. I continue to move into different fields and situations so I want to grow and exceed and get around bigger audiences and uh you know rub elbows with uh more prestigious people well that self-confidence piece is probably going to always be around so Mm -hmm. learning to combat that and uh recognizing you know not being prideful but just stepping back looking at the grand scheme of things because Satan likes to tell me how much I don't know that's what I was about to say like he knows exactly what like you are aware mm-hmm. of your weakness yep. God's aware of, of your weakness and Satan's aware of your weakness too so we're if we're all trying to come from different angles mm-hmm. what's the way that I can make her stumble the most yeah. so it's not super specific but I think it's almost been answered in yeah. a way of realizing that that's going to be ongoing because of my other prayers which are big audacious goals yeah. right you're on track so guess what you've got a target on your back yeah, so in a, in a sense, it's going to be something ongoing, but feels resolved at the mm-hmm. same time. Yeah, that's good. Okay, do we want to go to the next one? Yes, chapter 8. Specific, not general. Fight the lie. My specific prayer request isn't important to God. I really liked this chapter. Yes, and we touched on it briefly, and we promised you guys that it would arrive, and here it is. <laughs> <laughs> you have made it. You have unlocked this level. I still think it goes back to 
we want to set God up to answer our prayers because it's much easier faith-wise to have faith when he does. Mm -hmm. And when he doesn't, then that could make us question some things. So if we keep our prayers really general, like if I said, Brooke, I'm thinking of a number between two and four. What is Mm. it? Seven. No, three. (laughs) Yes. I mean, I'm setting her up to succeed, Mm -hmm. and now I know she's a mind reader. Whereas God, like when you're really general and you're like, please bless my life today, and you leave it like that. Cool. Cool prayer. Um, And then you can look at any good thing that happened as a blessing. My eyes blinked at the right time, so it didn't play out. But then part of you ends the day and you're like, man, I really was hoping he'd like get me a free coffee. Yeah. So you're, it's like you're setting him up to succeed because if you ask for something specific and he doesn't follow through, mm-hmm. then that, what does that mean? Yes. So man, again, back to Lisa's episode, she's one twenty seven, six, five, one twenty. Go listen to all the 120s. <laughs> she's episode 126, I believe. Yeah, that's right. And she, her specific prayer was, can I just have my joy back? And then, uh, you got to go listen to the story. It's just really cool how it's, it wasn't in the way she thought it would be either. So, like, if you prayed for free coffee, that could be, like, you earned a Starbucks, enough Starbucks points, or that could be your teammate brought you a thing, or that could be, like, someone sent you a post-it in the shape of a coffee mug. And that's just the God nod of, like, I hear you. Mm-hmm. I like how Autumn, so if you read her book or if you know her at all, you know that she likes to get her nails done, which you do you, boo-boo. I like to get my nails done, too. So she ends up being allergic to this acrylic nail back in the day. And her prayer was like, God, can you please, like, I love getting my nails done. Can you please just find a way that I can do that? And then not too much longer, what, a, what like a couple weeks a month, the dip powder came out. And she wasn't allergic to it. So it's just, if our church did a series on this too a while back, if you care about it, God cares about it. Just like with your with your own kids. If your kid cares about something, like you're, you have the heart for that too. It's not like, oh, no, I care about your nails too. Like, no, I, I care about the joy you have and I want you to be joyful and things like that. I was a bit cheeky when I read that story. Oh, yeah? I was. I was like... You don't get your nails done. You don't do your nails. I was like, so if you get dip nails, you can thank Autumn Miles. Yes, that's right. You know what? <laughs> thank you, Autumn, for praying that, because now dip nails are way better, by the way. There had to be, like, obviously lots of people praying for an alternative, so... Well, and God doesn't operate on the space-time continuum, like we exactly. mentioned. So, like, this whole time, God knew when she would realize she was allergic to it, and then, boom, perfect timing. As usual. Mm-hmm. How cool is that? I like, too, that uh, she talks about a story in Mark, and the man's name is too hard to pronounce. I thought you were going to say, is Mark. <laughs> well, I'm going to call him Bart, because that's the first is four letters. Oh, is my it? goodness. It probably is. Page 113. So, Bartimaeus. he is calling out for Jesus' help. And Jesus says, what do you want me to do for you? Which I feel like I've said it's those things obvious. to my kids <laughs> when they're like, mom, mom, mom. And turn around, and you're trying to be calm, right? And you're like, don't yell, don't yell, don't yell. What do you want me to do for my you? My precious angel. How can I make <laughs> the name 
calling stop. But yes, so he, his need probably seemed obvious, but Jesus still asked because I think again, and what Autumn's bringing up here too, is it illustrates the point that you need to bring your request to God. Ask. Why is it so hard to ask? Yeah, I think it's, I think a lot of times people are just afraid it's going to be a no. Or what about weakness? I was just thinking, like, of yeah. people that yeah. don't ask for help. Because mm-hmm. that's, that's sort of what one. it is, right? Like, your prayer might be that you need to ask for help, and you, that might be something that's you struggle with. That's a issue for you, mm. possibly. Maybe. Mm. With our thousands of listeners, there's got to be at least <laughs> there one million, out there. billions of listeners out there. Maybe trillions. <laughs> Again, I just liked how, like, if it's medical or if it's, I think it's okay to say, gotta have a math test coming up or my kid has a math test coming up and they have been struggling so hard with it. Can you please just give them peace throughout their test? Or can you please, hey man, they need a a 97 so they can get max GPA points. Can we do that? Mm -hmm. (laughs) But that also means put in the dang work. Help them study. Jeez. (laughs) Flashcards are great. Yes. Quantum Xeno affect yourself. Mm Mm-hmm. So she underlined this line because it just, it made my heart hurt a little bit that she said that with if you're not taking these specific prayers to God and giving him the opportunity to show up for you, you are keeping yourself from a level of knowing God that will transform your life. Mm. And I feel like there are those people, right, that walk around and they just, again, you wonder how their faith is so strong. Mm-hmm. And I think it's through these instances right it builds up again that confidence when you pray specific prayers for God and he answers more than he doesn't and you've seen the follow-through again we talked before about building that prayer list and having that running record if you will of prayers that have been answered how they were answered maybe jotting down the timeline for times that you're waiting in longer time period waiting for longer periods of time Mm -hmm. and I think that they've had that transformation or they seem so strong in their faith because, again, of this prayer practice. I like how she says specific prayer will change the trajectory of your prayer life. Golly, we're transforming lives. The trajectory's changing. And that just, I mean, you always want to be on the up, right? So the more specific we can get, and that's Randy Wade's episode too, episode 36. There's a little bit in there where he talks about like how, what do you, how do you start praying or what do you even do to... And he talked about how the more you just talk to God, you're going to start saying stuff you weren't really necessarily thinking about. Same thing with journaling. If you journal to God and your goal is, I'm going to fill up the whole page, you might be done with what you were originally going to write about halfway through. But then if you just push yourself a little further, more stuff's going to come out of your mind, which in turn is really cool. And we've already talked about God's character of being a giving God. But I like, too, that she said that, says that God wants to wow you. Yeah. So, like, when, again, the whole illustration of he's our father, we're his children, and thinking about that from a parent-to-child um, analogy kind of point of view, it's like when I get my kids' birthday presents, I don't want them just to, like, open them and be like... Thanks. I mean, yeah. I want to wow them. Like, yeah. what? You got the da 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 da. So, yes. He wants to wow you. Give him a chance to mm-hmm. wow you. And it's not that he wasn't going to do it anyway or whatever, but now you are made aware so you can be looking for the God nod because he's wanting to give you the good gifts. 
but it's all it's it would be great if you noticed as well. Yes. You ready for challenge to change? Challenge to change. I feel like this is a game show. <laughs> you are ding, ding, the ding, ding, ding. challenge contestant. to change. Yeah. <laughs> all right, what's jumping out at you? Are you scared that God won't answer your specific prayer? Oh man. There's been times where yes, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Like what if he doesn't or it's it's not that he won't, but it more of it's like what if he doesn't? Yeah. Then what? And then I go back to our Everything is Figure Outable mini-series where I'm like, okay, if that doesn't happen, mm-hmm. what's the worst thing that could happen? Yeah. And guess what? God's going to get me through that, too. There's going to be a way. There, There's probably times, too, where you, you remember realizing that he wasn't going to answer that prayer. And I like how you said it best is having faith that he's going to see through those times. For sure. Um, I mean, nobody lives forever. Pets don't live forever, like here on the physical earth, right? And so, um, unfortunately, if your prayer is, no one that I love ever die or pass away, like that that prayer's not coming true, mm-hmm. but he's going to get, get you through it. And he might even bring about a peace yeah. with death, if that's something that you fear or struggle with. So, Or the answer is yes, you just need to witness to them so they become believers so you can hang out in heaven with them forever. Hey! Mm-hmm. All right. What is one thing, Farron, it may even be stupid or small, <laughs> that you can specifically ask God for in order to build your faith? I like how it's to build your faith, not like to give you what you want or to, I don't know, but it's to specifically build your faith. What's something small or, that's a hard one. Think time, yeah. listeners. <laughs> I don't know. Something small. Again, I've been listening to some other podcast episodes, coincidentally, that they're talking about manifesting the same time we're talking about prayer. And uh, they talked about start with something small, $5, you know, that you somehow find $5. And so they shared that uh, listeners had wrote in and someone gave them a gift card. Well, that wasn't $5, but it was a $5 gift card. Or they um, avoided a late charge fee, something that they're always late on. They remember to pay on time, yeah. so then it saved them $5. And I like that illustration just because um, they were open. They were, like, being mindful and open to it, which I think is how we get this mindset that God's not answering us or blessing us, is not having that mindset or being open to see those things in our lives. Yeah. So it could be something stupid or small like finding a quarter on the ground, which I don't know. Money on the ground and germs, I just, I can't. I can. My kids do. Come on. <laughs> and then they give all the I'm going to manifest $5. <laughs> yeah. Well, and on the other end, sorry. Did no, you? that was it. And on the other end of that, are you listening to the Holy Spirit whenever he's calling you to do something? Have you been called like, man, teachers are stressed this time of year. I feel like maybe I'm going to go get a, a Starbucks gift card for my kids' teachers, and they're the ones who've been praying for, like, to find $5. Mm-hmm. Like, how are you playing a role in fulfilling God's purpose? And that could be the little things. So if God is saying, hey, man, this person's been on your mind a lot lately, that's that's the nod to be like, hey, pick up your phone, shoot a text, call them. It doesn't even have to be an open dialogue. It could just be like, Hey, you've been on my mind lately. You hope everything's going well. And then, or you can also say, Hey God, is there something I'm specific? Or you can say, Hey person I'm texting, is there something specific I can be praying for you for? And guarantee you they'll write you something back. Mm-hmm. 
Absolutely. So pick something small. Maybe you don't like money, so don't pick $5. (laughs) (laughs) But you could just be like, you know, I want to see this letter today, or I want to smell my grandmother's baking cookie recipe. I mean, get specific, give it some time, and see it come through. Yeah. Ooh, that's a that's a good call to action at the end, Farron. Great right. job. Let's say bye before I mess this up. Bye. Bye. We help hardworking Christian women get the growth they want by giving them the tools they need in order to have more joyful lives. We love providing our Christian-based personal growth podcast to our listeners at no cost. If you are enjoying the content, please consider supporting our mission by donating to our Patreon. We're a small team creating the show for our community by researching, recording, and producing the episodes ourselves. Any amount is greatly appreciated. Your support will help offset the cost of making and hosting the show. As a thank you, you can receive exclusive access. For more details on specific membership tiers, visit our Patreon page. Go to patreon.com forward slash witty and gritty. We've included the link in the show notes.